This show is brought to you in part by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT is a unique technology-infused private college that was founded by a geek for other geeks. Our mission is to educate students in the fields of advancing technology to become innovators of the future. UAT's campus culture is devoted to continually nurturing a thriving geek community where everyone's personal lives and professional aspirations revolve around technology. The beginning of the 21st century is an exciting time to be in the technology community. Current subjects of ongoing research and scholarship at UAT include robotics and embedded systems, artificial life programming, information and network security, game development, and other areas of advanced technology. Check them out on the web at www.uat.edu. Shoutcast streaming provided by Versus the World Productions, www.vtwproductions.com. Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. All right. Now, I know we're vampire people, but how many of you are true blood people? Well, then I really don't have to introduce her, but I will. Miss Kristen Bauer. Wow, hi gang. So quick, before you start anything, we're being live recorded and I'd like you to plug that on Twitter or something afterwards. Okay. All right, so I really can't give any spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're live recording. So if you want to listen to this again and again and again, you can, though. VTWproductions.com. No idea what that is. They're running our tech for us. It's wonderful. Okay. All right. Well, we've had our introduction, and you made it. Yay. I did. I did. Someone helped me get here. Thank you. Yay. So I'd like to open it up just to you first. Is there anything you want to talk to, to us about or before we jump in with millions of questions? I guess not Twitter. I mean, not uh, Twilight, right? <laughs> Should we talk about Twilight? There are no sparkles in this room. No, what do you guys want to know about? What do you... Well, before I... I'm sorry, I'm going to hog this because I'm up here. Huh? <laughs> um, I wanted to know if you had read the Twilight novel. Or not Twilight, sorry. Oh, no, look what I started. <laughs> I totally failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> the True Blood novels before you had taken the role as Pam. No, I didn't, you know... Um, they called me in for this audition, and I usually like to know as little as possible about the role I'm reading for because, you know, I want to just go in and do my words and leave and forget about it because then it's less sad for me if I don't get it. If I start, and also it's more intimidating. You know, my manager is very proud. His job is to get me the audition. So he's very proud. So he'll say, oh, my God, Alan Ball is going to be in the room and the president of HBO. And I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I don't want to know that. So, because I still have to get the job. So what I do is just look at the, the lines that I have to say and go in and do it and leave. So I knew that it was HBO. I knew it was vampires. And I knew it was Alan Ball. So that was more than I wanted to know. 
And they had, for Pam, you know, she just had those great sarcastic lines, you know, always. But, you know, season one, I kind of would just go in and say those lines and leave in some great outfit. And uh, <laughs> fabulous shoes that hurt. And so I just went in. I did that and left and really did forget about it. And then three weeks later, they called and said they want you to do it again. And I was like, why? You know, it's, it could only be downhill from there. I mean, I could really screw it up. I said, why are they having me in again? I don't know. They want well, to just do the same thing. It's on tape. Why can't they look at the tape? <laughs> you know? So I wore the same outfit. I went in. I tried to do the same thing. It was the same people in the room. And I left, and I forgot about it again, which is hard to do. And then I went to the Philippines to do this little movie. And the producer, one of the producers, got a text and said, oh, you booked something. Now, my managers and agents, you know, I haven't heard from them. So <laughs> why do I hear from other people that I booked something, right, <laughs> that people that I don't pay? So they said, oh, it's something um, true blood. And I had actually totally forgotten. I go, what was that? And she looked, and she scrolled down, and she said, oh, it's um, Alan Ball, Vampires. I was like, yes. <laughs> so I flew in. It was some 17-hour flight. I was, I think the time change was like 14 hours. And I went straight to my fang fitting, which was so surreal, you know. <laughs> and then went straight to the set. And, um, and my first day was a Fantasia scene with Suki, you know, and wet card them at the door. And fun. And I had not read the book, so like, I think that was the question. I don't know. I can sure talk. <laughs> Jesus, you give me a couple microphones. And uh, I hadn't read the book, so I didn't know anything about it. And then I did read book one with season one. But it was a little confusing to, for some reason to get the script and the book. And I would think we were going to be filming. The, that year seemed to be the closest aligned you know, with the book. And still, I thought, you know, I, I'm not going to read both at the same time. I'm just going to, you know, do one thing at a time. And now I make my husband read them, and I ask him. <laughs> so I, I have him right now reading book five. Nice. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Nice. Um, I'm going to ask you another question here to give them time, but I wanted to let you all know that it's almost your turn, and we have a line moderator here in a microphone, so instead of raising your hands or shouting out, if you could come around and get lined up, and we will be starting to take audience questions here really shortly. Um, while they're doing that, I wanted to know, you said you hadn't known a lot of stuff beforehand, but you play a vampire, eats meat, things like this. You are a vegetarian. How, how does that work in your psyche? <laughs> Eating people is totally different. I wouldn't eat animals, but I'd eat, right? Yeah. I mean, because, and, and um, before I stopped eating meat, I did free-range organic meat. So most people are free-range. So I think that's fine. And we have 8 billion people. It's not like there's a shortage. And usually the people are, are fair, you know, they're volunteers usually, so. Right, right, volunteering. No chicken is like, can I be your dinner? 
anybody else thinking Chick-fil-A? Because that's in <laughs> my head. The eat more cow. <laughs> all right, and to open it up to you all, any questions? I think they just want to hear you talk. Well, there's a, a lady here that we have one coming she, up. Yes, did you want to ask? A, oh, good. I just had a question. Um, yeah. I, I didn't read the books. Yeah. But did we ever get to find out how, like the story behind Eric and Pam, how he made her? Yeah, you know, I've been, Alex and I have been asking for that since really the first day we were on the set. We were trying to, you know, act, and they said, we were saying, you know, how long have we known each other, and what's our relationship? And, and I don't know if they just didn't know, or this is how producers and writers treat actors, really, but they were just, you know, they'd make jokes, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, you were lovers. The first hundred years were hot, but it's kind of cooled <laughs> off a little. You know, we... <laughs> They never, so um, every year we say, what, you know, when, and, and I suspect it's going to be very soon. I, I don't want to, you know, talk too much, but there will be backstory flashbacks. That's um, what I've heard. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, from above from my lord, Alan Ball. <laughs> okay, so my question is, obviously, besides your own character, Pam, do you have any other really favorite characters from the series that we've either haven't seen yet that are from the books or that are on the show right now? I really, um, it's such a different, interesting thing because we read the scripts and you get one image in your head and then, you know, we go to the table read and we all sit around and just read it and you get to see who they cast. And they're huge shows. So I mean, it's every year they add more tables. And you're trying to look and see who that is down there. And then we film it. But I'm not in the werewolf stuff or the witch stuff. or Well, maybe I am. You'll have to see. <laughs> and could be. And so I'm, I'm sort of. It's all disparate in my mind, and also I'm very biased. So, you know, working in the scenes last year with Dennis O'Hara was amazing. The King of Mississippi was so ridiculous and so good, right? And and I wasn't there when he did that scene of. Um, You're leaning on our adjuster. It's a touchpad at the back. It's kind of nice. Lean on it. A little more moody. But when I saw Dennis rip that spine out, you know, or, uh, <laughs> that was the most interesting timing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It was like censorship or something. Like that. Um, that I, th I was. My husband and I are watching it. Holy shit! You know, to see that in person, he he's really incredible. And then I really, as I'm watching it. You know, on the couch, go, oh, my God, he's so good. Oh, she's so good. Oh, my God, that was so, the whole cast. There's not a weak link. Everybody's amazing. So I kind of have a different favorite every week. That's cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Jason Stackhouse cracks me up. He's so, <laughs> right? Isn't he remarkable? Hello. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, what's it like working with uh, Alexander Skarsgård? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> it's 
excruciating. <laughs> Boring. Aww. It's really painful. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> Hello, okay, Jack. so um, I'll be the one to ask the question for all the ladies in the house tonight. Okay. Um, are you off screen, as well as on screen, the same sexy, kind of classy, sassy, spitfire queen off screen that you are on screen? <laughs> That's a compliment and a question. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I should just go, well, yes. Um, I, you know, I almost don't want to ruin it for you, but I've been doing some phone interviews and things for press for the season coming out, and I'll be there, my hair pulled back, and my PJs, and, you know, my sheepskin slippers, which I still have now that I'm vegetarian. I shouldn't buy those things, but um, so comfy. And, and I think, oh, my God, if the people could see... Like, you know, when we're at home and comfortable. But I don't know. We should ask my husband that. <laughs> He'd, of course, say yes if I were in hearing distance. <laughs> That's what we need to hear. I try. True Blood is so much fun to watch. It must be fun to make. What's it is. The, your favorite scene that you that you had the most fun making? You know, I I actually say that every scene I'm in is my favorite. You know, and we we shot something. I think that was Thursday night or Wednesday night. It was just ridiculously cool. Wait till you see this. I think it's. <laughs> September, sorry, but it's <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, we all ran over to, they call it Video Village, where the directors and producers sit and watch what we're filming over there. Um, the actors, we all ran over and said, can you see it? Can you see it? Can you play it back? And we were like, whoa. <laughs> We're so badass in the scene. And But we've had, you know, the stuff that I do... In season four, oh man, what it's really intense, <laughs> and Pam is really pissed off. <laughs> really, and and so it's fun. I mean, she's on. She's really. You know, her last season she was pushed, and she became very vulnerable, and this year she's really pushed. But they sent her in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one, I love you. Two, Alexander Skarsgård is hot. Okay, first, um, do you know that Lafayette is the only thing that sparkles? That's right. Yes, I, I just wanted to know, just, you know, just in case the dude who plays Eric goes missing. But I didn't do anything. <laughs> um, two, do you support Eric, Eric and Suki? Um, well, I, I'm trying to think of what I can say and can't say. Because 
you know, I maybe saw some things get filmed this year and read some things. And, and you know, Alex, sweet and innocent and without his memory, is really cute. <laughs> you know, Pam prefers the, the other guy. But it's really sweet. And, but I also know Bill and Anna. So I can't help but root for them. I, I mean, really torn, because on one hand, Pam wants her, her other Eric back. But he's awfully cute this year. Love your work, first off. Thank you. Uh, so I, I've asked this, or I want to ask this, of any, anybody of any show that I've ever watched. And do you find, when you're watching your work or watching an episode, that your enjoyment of it is colored because you, you mm -hmm. see a different episode than we do, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we see it as the writers intended it or as the directors intended it where right. the story flows from one to another. But if you're yeah. watching your own performance, you might say, oh, yeah, right after the scene, we had this great party or, or whatever. So right. does, that, does that color your enjoyment of the episode? Do you not get the same message out of it that we do? Or is it better or worse or different? I just, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. It is very different for me to watch anything. And I didn't you don't really notice that, you know, because it happens inch by inch over 17 years of working in, in these things. And, but I really notice it watching things with my husband because he's just enjoying it. And I'm going, uh, you know, oh, she didn't die. And he'll, you know, whatever, some other thing. And he goes, how do you know that? I go, because I know that actress. She wouldn't take that deal. She was only in two scenes. <laughs> you know? And I'm... I'm constantly, oh, that's the guy from that other thing. He goes, how do you recognize these people? And, and then I'll say, oh, that was the audition scene. I can pick out which scene they made the actress do. And sometimes I even start knowing what the actor's going to say next. And I realize, oh, I read for that. <laughs> right? And then also I'm looking at the hair and the makeup and for me to look at myself you know if you guys you know you look at you know your vacation videos or something you know you're or hearing your own voice even on an answering machine or something you know it's sort of difficult and you think Do I sound like that my god <laughs> you know and and then I'm always looking at if I looked good you know, or I don't, oh, I'm not going to do that hairstyle again. I can't just, but I do get a little glimpse of that in the scenes that I wasn't in and had no part of. I can just relax and be an audience and member. Yeah. And then I forget where my scenes were cut in. So I'm happily, you know, relaxing and then, oh, God, there I am. <laughs> and then I'm not relaxed. And I don't, you know, it's, these shows are fascinating to do because, you know, in a few weeks we'll see episode one for season four. Well, we filmed that in December. And on the set, nobody really goes, oh, that was awesome, you know. We do the take. Each person is doing their own job. So we'll kind of go, oh, that's cool. <laughs> And that's as good as you're going to get. And the director, if he's not talking to you, you're doing a great job. So you don't, you know, eight, nine months later, I do one of these, and people say, blah, blah, vampire emergency, blah, all day. And I think, oh, I guess I did OK. Yeah. Right? Like, but I'm, I don't know that. I never feel that. Thank so it's you. very interesting. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank work. you.
Hi. Uh, Hi. Sorry, it's taller than me. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. I'm such a huge True Blood fan. It's really great that you came out for the weekend. First oh, good. Of all. Thank and you. I was really genuinely curious. There are these scenes between Pam and Eric where when it really counts, or it's really sensitive. Um, uh, forgive me for not knowing. You, you go and speak in a different language. Right. What language are you speaking? Swedish. So is there? <laughs> because yeah. Alex is Swedish. Oh, OK. So mm -hmm. I assume you had to go through some sort of uh, training. I, how did that work when you're working with a, someone who can speak Swedish fluently? Right. And you're new to the language, I guess. Yeah, totally new. <laughs> it's Panicsville because, um, and my coach is Alex. Oh. <laughs> right? So he, wow. what happens is, you know, and the first time it happened, the script comes and there's the dialogue and it says in parentheses, we'll be in Swedish. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. So then I call Alex and go, dude, <laughs> like, do something. And so he then, through this wonderful world of Mac, he sends me an email and I open it and all of a sudden on my iPod is Alex speaking I assume Swedish, <laughs> right? right? And I listen to it over and over and over and over, and then come to the set, and you know it's it's sort of intimidating to speak gibberish, and I go, okay, don't laugh, and he goes, okay, and I say it, and he goes, good, and then he'll say it back to me. We do this all day, and um, it's it's challenging. I want to do Rosetta Stone so that I can actually learn some Swedish, something to hang this, memorizing these r ridiculous sounds sequentially, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, I think your wardrobeist is amazing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that in the books, Pam prefers the off Fantasia wear, you know, oh, yeah. the designer clothes that she picks out herself. And it just seems that she's not picking out her own Fantasia gear. Right. So as far as wardrobe, what do you actually like wearing best? Well, you know, in the fittings, these incredible corsets, you know, they always look good on girls and uh, they're very flattering. And, and I just have so much, what's fun about Pam is that she dresses for every occasion. So everything is thought about. So every single outfit is for to create some effect. And that's really fun. Of course, I'm always excited about the more extreme outfits. And then 16 hours into the day, yeah. oh boy. And you know, then I look forward to the juicy sweats day. Right. But, um, yeah, and I can't, there's an outfit this year. You, you saw the preview, we're in the woods, the witches, right? Um, that was incredibly cold that night. And we were out in the woods from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., two wow. nights in a row. And that outfit in the fitting, that's an unbelievable one-of-a-kind custom corset. I was like, oh my god, please tell me that we can, this is in the budget and I can wear this outfit. I've never been so cold in my entire life. Wow. <laughs> and I was thinking, who the fuck picked this corset? <laughs> what was I thinking? Right? 
and standing there, my heels kept sinking into the, so I'm like, oh, Jesus, and I'm trying to be immortal and cool, and I'm shivering, and so they'd go, action, and I'd go, okay, and just try to, you know, to look immortal. So Prada jacket and peep toe flats next time? Yeah, exactly. I asked, I, after that, I sort of hinted that something warmer when we're outside. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Big fan. Oh, I met good. you yesterday. Yes. Hello signing. again. Yesterday I was a zombie. Today I'm Hermione Granger. <laughs> you only hear that at these shows. Yesterday yeah. I was a zombie. Today. <laughs> right? Anyway, somebody had asked about Eric and Pam's backstory, but I was yeah. more curious, curious, oh, whatever the word is. <laughs> <laughs> this coming season, are they going to have more on Pam's backstory at all? There is some more. I mean, on Pam, we get more of everything this year. Um, and But she's really in a bad situation. You know, they put her, the witches are aiming that, their nastiness at everybody. So, and so the the situation's pretty dire. And Oops. mainly, I felt like what we got to see is more of Pam's colorful personality this year. So you mentioned something about witches. Yeah, going to be witches. Spoiler, spoiler. Well, I think <laughs> right. We know that, right? I think that. Okay, good. Um, I think I'm like, what? Did I just friggin'? Um, I didn't see the trailer. I just knew it's coming. Okay, so. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was something, there was like, the music was like the season of the witch or something, wasn't it? Yeah. So some stuff really goes on. Stuff that's not in the books, too. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, so I was describing you to someone who doesn't know True Blood, and I said that you are a deadpan goddess. And um, this is to your portrayal. So Pam in the books is great. Um, I think that you bring this really, uh, like a steely toughness in addition to your beauty. Um, and Thank in you. fact, a friend of mine theorizes that your portrayal of Pam uh, may influence how Harris writes her as she develops in the books. Um, and I oh, wonder yeah. if you might, uh, because Pam, uh, she gets, we get to see more of this side of her later in the book. Oh, you yeah. do? Okay. Yes. So I wonder if you can talk about those kind of qualities that you bring, um, in addition to the great humor and the deadpan humor that you bring to Pam. Yes. It sort of works together where, you know, you read the dialogue and I think, I try to think of what would be, because she's funny, too, you know, it's funny. So I try to think of what would be funniest, and that deadpan thing usually works, you know, and, and um, I enjoy that. And then I think then the writers have fun with that. And then it, so it really is a real marriage between the writing and... And I, I don't know, Charlene hasn't told me how much is affecting that, but you can't help but be affected by, you know, when I'm in the scene, what the other actors are doing. And then when I watch it and go, okay, that worked better than, you know, okay. And, and so it's, it's a huge team effort, this thing, and, and then, you know, the wardrobe makes a big difference to me and how I feel. And then the sets are so unbelievable. And then, you know, you go through hair and makeup. So by the time you're dressed and you've gone through hair and makeup and you've learned your lines and you walk into that set, 
it really helps you to believe and create this whole thing. And um, it's fun, and I love, with Alex, he, he does actually lit very little. You know, he's very smoldery. And Pam is so big that I think it's a good Laurel and Hardy, you know? It's fun to me. And you're speaking to the physicality also, and I yeah. love how you do Pam's hand on her head. Yeah, I know, that happened. <laughs> and it keeps happening. It just feels like every scene I do that and I think, huh. It's awesome. Thank you. Oh, good, good, thank you. Hi, Pam. Hi. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I'm such a huge fan of the True Blood show. I'm on book six right now. Okay. Can't wait to finish it. I just had a question for you. Um, I'm a musician. I was just wondering, like, if you're into music, what kind of music you're in and what influences your acting? If you, like, think of a certain yeah. song when you're going in to act or something motivates you or, you know. Funny you should ask. <laughs> because I have this husband... <laughs> So, well, I'll get around to, you know, um, I don't use music in acting. Other pe I see people do it. Sometimes when I've done uh, more emotional scenes, not on this show, but the emotional scenes I had last year, I'm such good friends with Alex that I just had to think of losing him. And I was instantly like this. And so it was very easy. And then, but I've had other shows God, I, I know this is being recorded, but you just get this crap dialogue, and, you know, <laughs> you got to cry on cue for eight hours, and you're like, oh, God, you know, just to pay the bills, and so then I, <laughs> right, we call it polishing turds in the business, <laughs> and um, I got that from someone, he was going like this, he was like, and I was like, what is he doing, and because he was, he knew I was in a world hurt, and he goes, you're polishing turds. But um, uh, so I then I, I'll use music that can take me to another place. And, but um, as far as music goes, <laughs> some of you may know what I'm going to um, So uh, I was single for a while and um, went to the doctor's office, and there was a CD sitting on the only available chair. And I was. I went to the doctor, the nutritionist, actually, because I was not feeling well, so I was cranky. And I'm like, can I sit here? Is this some, why is the CD taking up this chair? And the girl goes, oh, it's mine. And she went on and on and on about this amazing CD. And I like a, I like a lot of music because, you know, I love, you know, ACDC, Aerosmith. I like rock and roll, but I also love Sting Seal, you know, James Taylor. So she went on and on and on about this CD. And, it, you know, sometimes you get stuck in these conversations on an airplane or something, and you resist it for a while. And finally, you're like, oh, my God, I'm not getting out of this. So I took a deep breath. I th she seemed a little wacky. I think she was, but thank God. And so she, and I was like, so you went and saw this band. And she went on and on about this band. And finally, I was thinking, I don't know. I was looking at the CD, and I went, well, that one's cute. What's his story? <laughs> Single way till I get little Pam came out. And, and she went on and on about this guy. So I went home, got the album on iTunes, put it on my iPod. 
listening to it for a few weeks, and I started thinking, why can't I just go online and find this guy and ask him out? <laughs> like, right? And I was with my family. My nieces were like, um, Aunt Chris, like, you can't, that's kind of weird. And I'm thinking, well, I'm on a TV show. Like, if I can't... And so then I went on MySpace, you know, my internet research. We all do it. <laughs> I know you're looking me up, so I can't, I, I hope. So I sent him an email through MySpace, and I didn't hear back. So I sent another one. <laughs> I didn't hear back. And so I sent another one. And the third one was like, are you seeing this email? Are you saying no? Or are you... Now, I mean, so finally the guy, the manager, wrote me back and said he's actually in L.A. touring, which I knew. So I asked him to coffee, and we were married six months later. I know. And he's performing at the Hyatt at six. So that's what brings around that. So six to seven in the Sundance Room, he'll be performing this music that makes you a stalker. Congratulations. That Thank is a you, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally unrelated question. But what are your favorite current TV shows aside from True Blood? I had, you know, um, I'm really behind. I think it's from all the my interests and things. I get so little time to sit down. But when I travel, I put stuff on the iPad. So, and I'm really behind. But I just got through Battlestar Galactica, which I loved. Yeah. I was really, the first two seasons were unbelievable. And then, you know, things happen. <laughs> I don't know what some of that was about in the last season. But, um, but really got into it. And also, now I'm watching Six Feet Under all the way through sequentially. Oh, I can't get enough of that show. It's so beautiful. And I'm very emotional, as you can tell. So it, I just love, you know, every emotion. I don't discriminate. And... I'm, Six Feet Under is taking me through all of them in a beautiful way. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Hi. Thank you for coming to Phoenix. I was just wondering what your most favorite scene was and why, and what your favorite shoes were to wear, like the most favorite <laughs> shoes. <laughs> which ones looked good or which yeah. ones felt good? Um, God, there's some great ones. I mean... Actually, you guys probably just saw, they just released their um, red, black, and white, our PR thing for this year. We were the black group. It was me and Ryan Quanson and Deborah Ann Wall. And I don't know if you can see the shoes on there, but they were really, really cool. And uh, my favorite scene, um, right now in my mind, it's one from this year because that's sort of blocking out the ex you know, sometimes the experience of shooting a scene is really incredible, and then the show airs, and I can't wait, and then it's like, that's it? You know, it was like a minute. When for me, it was 17 hours, and I thought about it for weeks, and, you know, it was uncomfortable, and, you know. And so right now in my mind is one from this season with Stephen Moyer. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
You talked about uh, backstory a little bit. Yes. Um, in other vampire series, when they've gone and done backstory, it's been a lot of period stuff, the costumes, the you know all that. And other vampires here? Oh, what am I talking are about? Are there other there vampires? Are no other, oh, you're right. <laughs> no, there I'm are just no kidding. okay. <laughs> um, but do you enjoy the the period stuff more, or the the modern stuff, and and other work that you may have done, which I'm not really familiar with any of your other work. I'm no, sorry, I haven't. But, um, no, it's fine. I haven't done other um, period stuff. Everything else I did was sort of modern. I mean, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion was like back to the '80s or something, but, uh, right? It's so great. But um, I would love to, and I'm hoping that I get to do more period stuff in True Blood because I think that'd be a really, especially that Pam was around in that Victorian era, and the clothes would be unbelievable. So I would love to see that, you know, and I'd love to see Eric in that area and kind of, <laughs> right? Like, and, and I know, you know, Pam, we had the, you know, and I'm not a hooker, that was a long, long time ago. So I have these little clues. So I'm thinking Victorian, hooker, like, I don't know. It's all, it would be so fun to see that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Well, it isn't period, but you were a Klingon, which is an entirely oh, different Oh, yeah, outfit. yeah. That was definitely different. Right. No, no cute shoes. No, no cute anything, really. <laughs> I also had the pox or something. You know, I, I had like a little touch of leprosy or something. Hello. Hi. Uh, from what I've heard, the series is a lot different from the books. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you ever got complaints from fans or anyone's been cruel to you by any chance? Mainly I hear from people, I hear a few things, which is fun to do these shows because I get sort of a feedback of what I'm doing and... And the people who have read the books say that I am just like how they pictured, which is really lucky. And, um, yeah, because I hadn't read the books, so I guess that was part of their casting choice, too. Was to, but um, it seems like people who read the books, they often say this is one of the only things where it's even better. Like, it adds to it. It's everything in the book plus more. You know, because I, uh, there's a few books that I just love so much that, you know, it's never really as good, the movie or the, you know, and that this is the exception. So that's fun to hear. And they seem to go back and forth. People start with the show and then they get into the books and vice versa. So it seems like they work really well together. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Thank you for coming to Phoenix. Yeah. I have a couple questions. Is outside Hervo, does he really smell like a dog? <laughs> and um, the fangs, do you guys wear those constantly? And then kind of can you improv when you, when you pull them out, or are those set things? They are. Well, Al Seed, Joe, he and I have the same publicity team, so we are always at the same parties. And, um, you know, my <laughs> husband, yeah. Where is he? No. <laughs> I don't think he'd fit under this table. Um, <laughs> And his fiance and my husband always head straight to the bar together. Oh, nice. <laughs> and um, he does not smell like a dog. Good. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I just edited like four things out of what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's really awesome. We actually 
are the PR people also represent Ford cars apparently, and I'm you know do all this environmental work, and I have an environmental car, and but they sent me an email and said you want to drive around the new Ford Mustang Boss racing tricked out Mustang for two weeks. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like my values were right out the friggin' door in two seconds. So I'm driving around in this orange boss Mustang for the last two weeks and I see a red one go by and it was Joe because we had the same <laughs> It's like that bastard because I asked for the red one they said already taken. <laughs> Flip them up. <laughs> um... And uh, what was the other? The fangs. Fangs, fangs. Yeah, you know, they, they are custom made for each of us, and, and they keep them. So the makeup people keep them, and, and they're a little tricky. So they're a little tricky. So I keep them in throughout that whole scene. You know, they come and ask me between takes, do you want to take them out? I say no, because I need to practice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're large. But, um, yeah, and then we end up going in and kind of looping it. You know, in ADR, you go back and re-record your voice over it because of the lisp. Oh, okay. So it's very funny when, you, you know, there's a scene with a bunch of vampires. We're like, hey, it's a Citron. I didn't see it yet. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, me and my friends, we all have a big party and watch True Blood all the time. That's another thing. I hear two people get together and watch it. Yeah, every, every weekend we get together and watch Fun. it. But we're always, we always have this race to see who can post the uh, first, we call it a pamism on our Facebook. <laughs> so see who can post, because like, you usually have like that one great that line. That zinger. That zinger, and it steals the whole thing. So I was wondering if you have uh, a favorite one. You know, again, it's hard because the ones, they're... It's really true. There's one that I have that I said at the table read this week that has so topped anything I ever thought anyone. <laughs> it's episode 11, and when you're watching season four, you'll go, wow, yeah. <laughs> if it makes it. I, I can't believe it if it even makes it. It's, I mean... We were reading along, and then the, right before I went to say the line, the room started giggling. <laughs> and I had to wait, and then I said the line, and then we had to wait again and then move on. So that one sort of obliterated out my memory completely. But uh, the, there's been so many that are fun, and when I was doing that scene where I threatened Nelson and you know the hooker line... It was, I didn't realize that it was going to be as good as it ended up being. Like, even when I saw it, I thought, oh, that was good, you know? <laughs> but I love that whole threatening Nelson, and that line, I think, is pretty fabulous. And I'm not a hooker. That was a long, long time ago. I, <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. Hi. All right, so I have a couple questions. Actually, one of them is, Will you please be my maker? <laughs> okay. And the other one was, when you, the scenes where you bite somebody and it goes into their skin and it bleeds, like, how does that work? Do you use, like, the hard fangs? We like, have two fangs. We have hard ones and we have rubber ones. 
Okay. And um, yeah, they're very funny. They're sort of flop around. <laughs> Again, it's not cool on, in person. It's very funny. So that's how they do it. And then also there's, you know, how they flip in and out, come in and out. That's special effects. So we say the line with the fangs in and say it again without. And somehow they magically make that happen. So it's fun for us to watch the show when it airs because of all that stuff. So exciting. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. You guys are getting me amped up about seeing it, too. (laughs) And I've been trying to remember what happens in episode one, and I can't. You know, it's all sort of a blur of great fun. (laughs) All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Are there any other questions? Are you coming back next year? Mm hmm. You mean to Arizona or True Blood? I was going to say, I'm in Arizona, right? <laughs> That's terrible, because I was in last weekend in Denver, and the week before that in Detroit. It would have been funny. You mean to Detroit? <laughs> like, wow. Um, yeah, I would love to. Talk about all those spoilers. Yeah, and then I'll talk about what I say in episode 11. (laughs) It's so bad. There'll be like six people here that weren't offended next year. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Spit it out, cupcake. I'm in the middle of something. (laughs) Isn't that great? I'm in the Uh, middle of something. It's like a person we're talking about. So uh, funny. Question. Do you get to keep all the clothes that you wear? <laughs> you know what? Just keep them off, darn it. Step away from keep... the wall. <laughs> You're on the light panel. Stop! <laughs> Just leave it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Please leave the room if you have epilepsy. <laughs> right. All right, go. Uh, do you get to keep all the clothes that you wear? None of them. That's None. Not a like sock, six? nothing. Why don't you just, you know, sneak some inside of a bag and just walk away? Cause I Sometimes what I do do is say, where did you get that? And then I go buy it. So this so year fun. I did a little shopping. Hello again. Hi. Um, how has your personal life changed, like, when you go out um, now that you're this super celebrity? Whoa. <laughs> I don't think I knew that till you just said that. Um, you know, it, in L.A., people are kind of used to seeing actors and stuff. So we, they kind of... And then, I don't know, maybe... I think El Cid, you know, I think Joe, you know, he's so recognizable and he's really big. And, but I think for me, people will say to me, do you watch HBO? I say, yeah. They go, do you watch True Blood? And I say, I do. <laughs> And they say, you kind of look like that girl who plays Pam. <laughs> so it, that's more what happens, you know. But the thing that has really changed is, you know, I'll cry again. But I do all this animal rights stuff and all this environmental stuff. And, and, and that's, people ask me to show up at things and talk about stuff and do PSAs. So I'm a lot busier. So it's, now the trick is to, you know, juggle the schedule and but it's great you know it's really nice to get to come to things like this and get to drive around Ford Mustangs and you know 
fry boots sent me some boots like you know <laughs> um so it's kind of it, it's it's a great thing to be doing a job that you love that people are enjoying and that you get to keep doing and then you also get to do your personally fulfilling things because of that so it's really nice very cool thank you thank you Hello again. Hi. Um, it's another Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> I I was, yeah, I love Eric. <laughs> um, is he going to be here at Phoenix Comic Con next year? Because he, he should totally show up. I don't know. I don't even know where he is right now. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I think I know what continent he's on. But yeah, I don't know. Oh. I'll, I'll add it onto the requested list. Yeah, yeah. He's really great. He's very sweet. All right. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm a theater major here, and I was wondering what your first professional audition was like. Oh, wow, I'm trying to remember. I mean, auditioning is an interesting beast because it's very different, actually, than what it's like to be on the set. So it's a whole other animal. So you have to kind of, to be an actor, you know, mainly the business of being an actor is auditioning. And um, so they're all kind of their own little performances and the rooms are very you know some are friendly some are not friendly and I think that you know even after I've probably done thousands of auditions they still feel funny and it's an odd thing to do you know you walk into a room and hi 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 and then they say you ready you go yep and then you do your little skit, you know, you perform for these people in this little office building, and they go, thank you. And you go home. I mean, it's a very weird job. So, uh, yeah, they're all, I'm sure the first one was as bizarre as the one I had last week. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you ever get used to it. <laughs> and I can't remember what the first one was for. That's kind of good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I know you have to, I guess, practice a lot to get used to the things, but yep. uh, how do you deal with having to get made all pale and on? Yeah, that takes a while. You, um, you just sit in the chair. It's a couple hours between hair and makeup. I mean, the guys are in and out of there much faster, but yeah, you know, I really love the makeup artist that I have on True Blood. I've had her for. I think almost three years. And she's a dog person, too. And so we sit and talk animals. And, but, you know, also four or five in the morning, we're pretty quiet. <laughs> so really, you just get used to sitting there for two hours. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hi. Um, I've read all the books, and I think you guys all nail, nail the characters pretty well. So my question to you is, is Charlene Harris always on set, and does she give you guys a lot of feedback as far as, like, the characteristics of, you know, your characters based off the books and things like that? She really, she doesn't. I, I, I don't think I met her till I don't know, season two or something, when she emailed me and said, want to have lunch. And the, I think she was on the set, and I know she did a cameo. But she really leaves that world separate to Alan. And we were at Comic-Con, and she was on the panel, and she said she thinks of it totally separately. And, 
You know, they don't really mainly as an actor, casting is a lot of it. And then, so they feel like they hired the right person, kind of like when I got my tattoo. I went to the guy and was like, you, I'm just gonna, you seem to know what you're doing. And, and that seems to be what they do. They help you and talk to you and guide you. But both Alan and his team and Charlene just kind of let us do our thing. And it, it's one of the reasons why it's a really pleasant group of people to work for. And work, you feel like you're working with them, not for them. Same with HBO. They're really incredible. Thanks. Just for a quick thing, you two are the last two. All right. <laughs> he looks behind him. He's like, one, two. Well, it's unfortunate my mom actually walked out for a second because she needed to drop off my sister. Oh. She loves you more than anyone else on the show. It's oh. unfortunate she had to walk out for this. Oh, well, tell her thank but you. But she's also a really big animal lover. In fact, she just Great. adopted an old German shepherd named Tucker this past year. And I wanted to ask you, well, because you said you do a lot of work with animal shelters and other organizations, yeah. a few of the organizations that you work with. You know, the list is really growing because there's so many, whatever your thing is, you know, we got this planet needs help. So that I, I keep, you know, I was working with a local animal shelter in L.A., the Amanda Foundation. They're great, and we do some True Blood fundraisers. We're doing a concert in July with Todd Lowe's band, um, Terry Belfleur, and then Ginger, who works with me at Fantasia, Tara Buck, the screamer. <laughs> Wait till you see this season, oh my God. Um, we were playing one clip of her for a week on the set. We just kept saying, play it again, play it again. Uh, her boyfriend, Chris Pierce, is an amazing musician, and then, well, my husband. So, um, but then I started, we started working with IFA. My husband's CDs, we give proceeds to help whales, and... And then there was this tiger stuck at a truck stop in Louisiana. T Tony the Tiger is the weirdest thing. They just put him in the parking lot at this freaking truck stop. So then, and I was on Twitter like, God, what is wrong with people? And I got an email saying, hey, you want to do a PSA for Tony the Tiger? Yes. <laughs> you know, and I was in the Philippines, and they were serving shark fin soup. And I thought, what do you do with the rest of the shark? Right, and they said nothing. They just amputate the fins and throw them back in. So, and I went, my God. So I started working on that, and and so it's just endless. And then, you know, we went to Africa, and it was heartbreaking. But the elephant ivory trade is unbelievable. So we're working on that, and then I I just can't say no. You know, someone calls and says, you know, and then I was speaking on on human rights for gay people. You know, you can't like. I mean, just when I say I can't do any more, I'll get an email, and they said, um, you know, would you show up because it helps repair cleft palates of children in third world countries. You can't go, you know, actually, I was going to watch Game of Thrones tonight. I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm sort of a little tired. You know, so, so I just keep, I'm just so flattered that they keep asking, and as long as I'm standing, I'll just keep showing up. Well, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking.
Hi, I was wondering what uh, ambitions in the entertainment industry you have outside of acting. Have you ever thought mm -hmm. about directing? A lot of actors go, right. go behind the camera. So. They do, and Stephen Moyer, I think, is moving. A few people. Um, Carrie Preston just shot another movie, directed, and, and Jim Parrick just directed a movie that my husband's in. He asked my husband to be in it, and didn't ask me. And then... Um, <laughs> Like what? And then, and then um, he needed a guitar player in his defense. But and then uh, Stephen Moyer. But I don't want to do anything else on the set. I like not having. I've got my hands full over here. I don't want to know what the director and the camera people are doing. Just tell me what to do and where to stand, and I'll say my lines and. But I do, that's another thing I'm spending a lot of time doing is I'm, I'm writing. So I'm trying to, we'll see if you know, it ever comes out and if it's ever readable, but I'm writing fiction. And that's a huge passion of mine. And then also I went to fine art school, so I paint and I've been painting for, you know, since junior high. And that's something I love so much. And I'm trying to do, get enough time to get pieces to do a show. So kristenbauer.com, you can see my artwork. And yeah, those, that's pretty much every night I made a rule, no television. I have to go for two hours a day and do my thing. So I'm writing or painting two hours every night. And it's a huge passion. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys. So I'll be at the concert at 6 at the Hyatt, at the um, Sundance Room. Thank you. God, that was almost like God spoke. I heard this <laughs> Sundance Room. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. And, um, yeah, and I guess I'm headed to a photo thing. If you didn't get up and ask questions, you'll be back at your booth for more questions and signing? Yeah. Okay. And I'll be there till like, just before the Hyatt thing. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. I am Gnomewise. I am Gonora. I am Iolite. I am Dexa. I am Grail. And I am versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. Casually Hardcore. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT. Only on VTWProductions.com. <laughs>